touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Referee. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form the Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show. Featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. Qantas Wallabies, one team, 2011, live across Australia. The Ruck. And coming up the blind side, Tony Grubber Kick Squires. Yes, hello and good morning and welcome to The Ruck. I should just uh, set you right there on two issues. One, Tim Horan uh, isn't with us. Oh, he is, in fact, being replaced today, I think, by the man who will eventually do the job. Week after week, don't you think? Oh, I think so. Turkey. A much better job, I reckon. Much better. See, look, they're already without <laughs> having to be asked. Is, is that Gen Y? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, is that Gen so, Y coming through? It's so pushy. Oh, I've pushy. changed my mind. I don't think he's ever going to get Timmy's on the microphone again. Pushy. Back in the day, so yeah. I'm going to give some Timmy back some cheek as well. <laughs> I'm talking about Ben Alexander joins us right here, right now. Welcome, my friend. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Timmy, of course, is having the week off. He was in New Zealand, still is, calling Australia's game against Russia yesterday, and he's just recovering from trying to get his uh, lips and mouth around those Russian names. Gee, they struggled, didn't they? I mean, any time there was a chain of passes, the commentators must have thought, oh, no, what's going on here? Just <laughs> here take we go ball, again. Just take the ball one out. I, Pick I, and drive. I reckon the best thing they could have done, uh, being up in Nelson, they should have got a couple of balls of red on the sideline, and by the end of the slurring at the end, yeah, they would have got, got, got about perfectly. <laughs> Is that how you do the I think so. That's the, that's the technique, I think. That's <laughs> that is beautiful. Benny, just before we get to what's going on in New Zealand, I just want to, uh, an update with you. Of course, you were so close. Uh, had the knee uh, injury. Then you th- decided not to have the operation immediately to try to, you know, hopefully, just because you're now, I think, it's held together with paddle pop sticks and, and blue tack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> Great invention. <laughs> Bruce exactly. Reed. That's right. To see if you could get through. Uh, sadly, it couldn't happen. Now, you've had the operation. Where are you? Um... In the studios at the moment, but yep. and, um, yeah, look, it's uh, you know it's a difficult one for me. I um, I'm probably about six weeks into my rehab, or about a six month um, injury. Um, yeah, so I, I had my first surgery on my meniscus so to get that cleaned up, yep. and then uh, my ACL. So um, yeah, about you know a few months in, then I'll be running in about six weeks' time. And how how has it been? It was obviously an incredibly disappointing thing for you when it first happened that you couldn't join the team for the for World Cup. As you've been sitting now watching it, how have is it something you can't enjoy, or can you get into it? Um, yeah, it's difficult. Um, you know, when the boys are doing it tough and, you know, have the loss of the Irish, you know, it's, you know, you want to be out there for the boys and, uh, you know, sharing those good times and those bad times as well. But, um, you know, I'm, pl- I'm showing plenty of support over this side of the ditch. What have you thought of the scrummaging, which is, you know, was thought to be uh, going to be an issue for the uh, Wallabies? What have you made of it? Yeah, look, um, you know, they definitely struggled against the Irish. Um, you know, it's it's difficult to lose a, a player like Stephen Moore and in, in, uh, in his, I suppose, his, his strength and uh, his experience. Um, you know, but, you know, they've, they've been struggling a little bit. I think um, yesterday's game against, you know, the Russians, you know, there was a few highs and lows. But, you know, the big test is going to be uh, against South Africa. So if, uh, you know, things go right for them uh, in the next few days, then uh, they'll play South Africa in the quarters. All right. Well, there's plenty to talk about. Uh, injuries, more injuries to the Wallabies. We'll get to those uh, shortly. And a big news, of course, is that Dan Carter mm. uh, from the All Blacks is out of the tournament. Apparently, he was riding his uh, push bike to train and got hit by a P-plate driver. <laughs> oh, no, that was Kedrick Mike, wasn't it? No, no, that wasn't what happened at all. We'll find out what did happen. Just, uh, ima- just imagine that bloke who actually, the P-plater, if he did knock Dan Carter over, he'd yeah. be strung <laughs> up and gutted at the same time. It would be. <laughs> Good night, Irene. See every match of Rugby World Cup 2011 with no ad breaks during play. Live only on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel 131 989. Australia 68 beat Russia 22. Uh, the first half was sensational. Uh, dropped away a little bit in the second half. Tonga. Tonga. 19. 
over France 14. That's a sensation. That was a great game too. Yeah, well, we'll talk in more detail about that in a little while. And also the other game, very, very close. Scotland seemingly had England until the last couple of minutes, but England uh, scored in the corner 16-12 over Scotland. Uh, big game today, this evening for Australia, Ireland play Italy. We'll be all, uh, we had, if you're in Sydney, I think go to Norton Street, you know, Italian flavour there. We need Italy. We don't need them, but we'd love Italy to get over Ireland uh, just to make our path through a little bit simpler. Uh, all right, so there is a Dan Carter injury for the All Blacks. What does this mean? The story we've heard today is that he's uh, a groin injury, that it is a tournament-ending groin injury. Mm. This being the case, um, Matt, you were a little bit, little bit of a smile ran across your face, <laughs> just, just knowing that you know, New Zealand were travelling along beautifully. Or something always in World Cup does pop its head up, doesn't it? It, it is. And then the, the, the last two lines of the press release, uh, um, Richard McCaw is going to miss the game as well because of the, the foot injury. And the soreness about that, which he sustained See, that's, that's tough, isn't last it? year as Two well. Two their best players out. Yeah. Well, is, is, it just, is it just crumbling on the edges at the moment? The wheels could be falling off a little oh. bit there, Berkey. It's just the old, the wheel nuts. The wheel nuts. <laughs> the wheels are falling off. <laughs> but it is sad because, I mean, as, as you know, not having, I mean, for preparation for a World Cup uh, is about doing it, is about one, getting selected and being being on the on the plane, contributing when you're over there. And then all of a sudden, if it's denied, and you'd know the, the pain of not being select, not going over. I mean, the New Zealand are the best team in the world, no doubt about it. And yep. and to have him not playing, mm-hmm. more for the showpiece of what he can do, is 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 disappointing for for rugby's sake. And then Colin Slade, all the pressure on him. I mean, you'd know the disappointment of not having gone to World Cup. Yeah, of course. But also, Berkey, I think I think you definitely want the, your best players, your your key players in in entire games. I think the game last night against uh, you know Scotland and England showed that you know those key players uh, for the English in when when times are tough, step up and you know get the win. And you know you're missing two of their solid players, and you know, it's going to be hard for them. Dan Carter, how key is he? And we talk about Richie McCaw being the man. He played his 100th and he's the, the skipper and obviously incredibly crucial. Dan Carter, the kicking, uh, the number 10. Is he that important? He guides the team very well. I think yep. that's – and when you watch him uh, and, and if he does play in the tournament again, just watch – instead of watching the play, if the if – the, if the Are you going to go into one of those explanations? No, 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 no. Not like very when, when I went yeah, the break. Just watch him after the play because what he does, he just gets into position quite slowly. He, he seems to have a lot of time on his hands, and that's mm. why the, the best players have time or they can show that there's time on, on, on their side. And he just sort of, you know, he's got that sort of, you know, really rolling shoulders when he runs, and when he mm. kicks, it's like, oh, yeah, this is only 45 out. I'll just knock this one over yep. as well. And he does it very easily. And the Chooks dug him uh, as, as somebody else in your... <laughs> the Chooks. Was it the Chooks? <laughs> The Chooks. The uh, Roosters or... <laughs> in, in your own house, Berkey, uh, yeah. watching the footy, just tell me what happened. I, I was watching the, the game last night. Uh, the Arge- Sorry, not the Argentinian, the England-Scotland game last night. And, mm-hmm. and my former teammate, Wilco, was having a, um, a bit of a shock. And he Johnny missed Wilkinson. That, Johnny yeah. Wilkinson. Yeah. And he missed that field goal, yeah. uh, point blank. Yeah. And I said, come on, Wilco. I mean, that's, that's ordinary. You can't do that. Then I hear this voice chirp up from behind. Hey, hey, just just give him a go. Like he, he's all right. Who was that? That was my wife. <laughs> and um, she proceeded to say, "Then uh, he's still my favourite, and that's why I used to turn up at the games uh, when we're up in Newcastle." So I thought, "Oh well, I'll, I'll give this a run. I'll, I'll go get a, a, an English jersey and throw it on, see if it, see if I might, you know, <laughs> get it fit to still fit you there." Well, no, that no, no, was a bit tight in the guts. That was anything. <laughs> yeah. and all I got and it was, was it number one. <laughs> <laughs> and all I got was your dreaming. So uh, and they won the game. So happy days. They're still in the tournament. Wow, your missus loves Johnny. <laughs> See every match of Rugby World Cup 2011 with no ad breaks during play. Live only on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel 131 989. Tony Squires 
Matt Burke and uh, Ben Robinson with you. I, I, in fact, I think earlier I said Ben Alexander, Wallaby Ben Alexander. That was because I was uh, looking at a piece of paper here. The story I wanted to get to you, Ben, about uh, is in fact about Ben Alexander, uh, a prop for the Wallabies who you know very well and probably have uh, competed at a um, smorgasbord with. <laughs> because uh, according to the story, now we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but uh, since you were coming in, I thought you should have a chance to compete. Front rowers play together and eat together, Alexander and Hooker Stephen Moore, apparently. They, they love a well-known chain of spicy chicken restaurants. Spicy chicken. Spicy chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Alexander admitted to having five or six small meals a day. He says you try to consistently eat because as soon as you get hungry, your body starts burning away at your muscles. This is a really good theory. Uh, so you've got to keep eating. Uh, the usual fare, usually a half a chicken. I also chuck in a burger a pita wrap, and some Portuguese paella with a bit of chicken and rice as well. We're also big on Argentinian barbecue places and sushi joints. It's quite a smorgasbord going on there. Yeah, I'd hate to see him after he finishes his foot. He's going to blow up like a house. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Because he's not a small unit, is he? No, he's a big man. They call him the fridge. He spends most of his time in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Not not because he just looks like one. Is is there time to train through that regime, regime, I should say, of eating? Yeah, mate, I don't know. I don't know how he gets all that food in. I'd be absolutely stuffed if I had to train on it. Do you, in terms of the five or six meals, uh, small meals, none of those he describes seem small to me. Yeah, that's uh, half chicken. Yeah, that's exactly. Only a snack there. But are you, uh, are you good on the tooth? Um, yeah, not too bad. I think mm. the thing with footy is training a little bit serious now is that, you know, to, to train as much as we do, you, you need a lot of fuel in your body. Yep. And that's where a lot of supplements come, come on mm. board. But I think Benny's taking a bit overboard there, to be honest. I think you're probably right. Jeez. All right, I mentioned Dan Carter is being injured. Uh, the big news is the the boy who has we've uh, used on the show regularly. Uh, no one love him, Drew. Of course, Drew Mitchell. Sadly, he did a brilliant job getting back from his injury, mm. which we thought would originally may keep him out of uh, the World Cup. He got there yesterday. Uh, sadly, the hamstring went, and his World Cup campaign is over. That was an ugly moment. It was sad, wasn't it? Uh, and he'd already scored two tries. I think it was as a chip out of the top. He chased, and it was just that that awkward moment of of bending down for the ball yeah. and then trying to pick it up and then bang the hamstring. And the, the photo in today's paper, he's in pain at the same time, and not for the fact that the the Russian guy came over and gave him one gave for his job. Thing, after just, it, yeah. Thanks for coming, but you know all the work that he's done to get back. And we you know we had him on when he was when he was talking about the the uh, weighted or the the running in the air on the yeah. on the treadmill, so to speak, and and being lifted to get back from that ankle injury was quite incredible. But obviously, Dibiawan, his voodoo doll, is working well on the sideline. He, he wants to start back in that <laughs> team. Back in it's tough to season it. Like a bloke like Drew, who's, you know, he spent so long in, in rehab, and, and, you know, for him to be clutching his hamstring, you know he's in trouble straight away. But uh, I actually spoke to Drew uh, last night, and he's pretty devastated. And, uh, yeah, so he'll be, uh, he'll be coming back to uh, Sydney fairly soon. Right. Okay. So on his way back, who will head the other direction then? Because there's got to be a couple of players to go. We saw Riddick Samo looking terrific on the wing, striding out there, wasn't it? That'd be a bit scary sight coming towards you if you're a winger. Did you see? Did you see the quote from the the uh, his opposite winger, yeah. the Russian winger? I will eat him. I will eat him. <laughs> That's some of the That's best. That's a big meal. I don't think yeah. Benny A could even get that. Yeah. I don't and think he even took a bite out of him from what I saw yesterday. Rolled. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got smashed every time. Do we know uh, who the likely replacements are then? I mean, there's been been talk of uh, a variety. Will they go forwards? Will they have to throw another back in, Berkey? Well, do you then you ask the question about um, Pat McCabe, uh, you know, with a shoulder injury, and, and then does he stay on? I think he's staying on. Then Rob Horn, does he then have a chance of staying on? And, and 
maybe a Lockie Turner goes over for uh, who only played in the grand final last week. Um, as we said last week, got a cold, but um, <laughs> didn't really uh, have much to do in that in that GF. But he's at least fit and ready to go. He's played some test matches this year and he can finish. Do you put him on there or do you take a, another a forward over, for example, Benny, and, and bolster the... Yeah, the thing is, going to be on know, a yesterday, team. Yeah, yesterday's game, there's only 24 fit players that could have taken the field. So, you know, I think Robbie's got to definitely look at the squad, look at the extended squad and say, who can I bring over? You know, Cliffy Palu back in Sydney at the moment, yeah. you know, who's going to be covering for him, whether it's Dave Dennis or, you know, on, on the wing there is a Lockie Turner, you know, good win, you know, for the Woodies on the weekend as well. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be beg the question, you know, in these, in these tough times, who's he going to bring over? All right, we'll uh, discuss that and have another, a closer look at that game as well. Uh, you're listening to The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. See every match of Rugby World Cup 2011 with no ad breaks during play. Live only on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel 131 989. Legend players Tim Horan and Matt Burke. And it's the heavyweight championship of the rugby world. With Tony Squires to make up the three and the occasional cup of tea. Tony, white with two sugars, mate. The Rock, the Sunday rugby show. Just repeating voiceover guy that Matt Burke just made me a cup of coffee. Thank you very much. <laughs> and he made one for Ben Robinson, who again. is sitting in for Tim again. You're very good at it, aren't you? Well, I've got a technique down pat now. Yeah. Especially so when this... you struggled with the hot water a button a couple of weeks ago now. <laughs> yeah, no, this Should is true. Yeah, I can't make the... No, let's not talk about that. You do very well. Now, you'll make somebody a very good husband one day. And Thank you do, because I know that your wife is already in love with Johnny Wilkins. We've already heard that. But let's not go into any great detail about that. Uh, ben Robinson is sitting in for Tim Horan, who is, uh, hasn't got back from New Zealand. Zealand. Uh, one of the great things about talking to rugby players is that their uh, their level of intelligence is, qu- is quite high, much higher than my own, which is good. I mean, you speak to someone like Al Baxter, who, who won't play in a football ground unless he's designed and built it himself, <laughs> which I think is is, is great. Uh, ben, you, I think, was it last night or certainly this week, you've uh, turned up in a place where you don't often see a lot of footy players, i.e. the theatre. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I was out at Darlinghurst Theatre, the mm. Darlow Theatre. Um, yeah. I was there for a, a play... Uh, which I'm helping out with a little bit, uh, 10,000 beers. And I thought, yeah, it'd be great, you know. Ah, right, 10,000 beers. Sure that's not Matt yeah. Dunning? <laughs> <laughs> Big Bernie in the uh, in the cricket. No, look, it's, uh, you know, a great play. Um, so I went over there and uh, I thought I'd bring my girlfriend along as well, which would be, uh, you know, great to check out a, a rugby play. And, uh, you know, sitting down there, you know, the first uh, opening act comes out, you know, the lights start going up and there's five naked blokes standing right there. I'm thinking, how great is this? Take my missus there the first time and... <laughs> I think a few of the bikes got fluffed up before it as well, to be honest, but I thought next time I'm going to a netball play. See every match of Rugby World Cup 2011 with no ad breaks during play. Live only on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel 131 989. Uh, you are listening to The Ruck. Uh, big congratulations, if the word is true, to the man who used to be Warney, uh, who was about to... <laughs> Officially become Mr. Liz Hurley. <laughs> he's, he, uh, he's put a ring, apparently. Uh, the engagement ring, it's all happened. He was mm. in Scotland at, uh, competing at the uh, Royal and Ancient, I think. Mm, it's a Dunhill Classic, I think it is, yes. Yeah, and popped the question, and Liz Hurley has apparently said yes. So uh, it'll be Mr. and Mrs. Hurley. He's, living in, he's moving into a whole new stratosphere now, isn't he? Isn't he just? just? It's a whole new world. Do Great you... new tan, the whole lot, isn't oh, he? He's looking <laughs> extraordinary. He is extraordinary. Do, I... they, do they have to do anything to Madame Tussauds? They have to oh, shave half of it off. <laughs> well, he's obviously put it on himself. They've made mini, mini I mean, I think, after that. I think what we're seeing in the street is actually the Madame Tussauds version. <laughs> I've never seen anything waxier. <laughs> I hope he doesn't get too sunny over there in London. <laughs> I'm 
Hamilton. Uh, well, congratulations, Warney, uh, on getting Mrs. Hurley. Well done, you. All right, there's some great footy. Australia 60, as we mentioned, beat Russia 22. Some injury problems uh, for the uh, for the Wallabies. Tonga, though, 19 over France, 14. England, 16 over Scotland, 12. Let's start there. That game... Scotland had it, didn't they, really? That was just the last couple of minutes when the try in the corner, which England converted and won that game. What did you make of it, Berkey? Well, Scotland had to play the game of their life, didn't they, last night? Because they were a chance of, of sneaking through. Now, yeah. it, it would, Benny, you were talking before about if, if England didn't win that game, they were, on, they were on 14 points. If Scotland ended up going through, mm-hmm. they get to – oh, sorry, 13 points. They get through to one point ahead. Argentina go ahead. England could have been out of that of that uh, pool stage. That so would have been inc- disappointing, wouldn't it? Incredible game. <laughs> exactly right, disappointing. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, so they had to play... Straight to back to the dwarf throwing up pub for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most excitement they're going to have. Um, but at the back of it, uh, you know, Scotland nearly scored. Uh, if it wasn't for, um, for some desperate defence by by England, I thought Scotland, again, were the, better, well, were the better team on the day. England have sort of got through this tournament by, I don't know, by default. Just holding they, on there. They won against Argentina only very much in the, in the very end of the game, and they, and they scored that last try. So they'd be very relieved to go through that undefeated. Yeah, but it's very typical Six Nations games. It was last night, wasn't it? Like only how, one many, try how many scores did you predict? Or how many tries? Well, I predicted three, and I think I was very rich predicting three there. <laughs> but only one. For, but, you know, the Scots had a great game last night, leading for 78 minutes of the game. Um, you know, plenty of huge Gary Owens during the game. And, you know, it's just a typical sort of wet weather game, and it was played very hard. But, you know, got on to the Scots. They were very emotional after the after the loss last night as yeah. well. That try with two minutes to go was the first try score between these two in, like, in a couple of World Cup games. They played, you know, four, five, six, eight years ago maybe mm-hmm. it was. No no try scored there either. So you're right. It's that Dow sort of struggle, isn't it? What about France? I mean, they're really looking fairly ugly, aren't they? Tonga, 19, rolled France. Uh, you know, that's a result. And they're going to get through. France is going to get through yeah. with shocking results. Well, Tonga. Uh, Tonga lost to Canada. You know, yeah. I mean, and they were talking about it. Uh, it was the it was four days after they played New Zealand, and, and they could have been, well, in a way, emotionally spent. You know, because they they put all their cards in that opening round and opening game. Uh, they should be the ones going through, uh, you know, apart from France. Um, but what about those games against when you play when you play Tonga, Samoa, Fiji? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, coach, hamstrings just a little bit tight this week. I might just have shoulders a, a bit stiff. <laughs> I might have missed this week. But I was saying to Benny before the last scrum of the day was uh, France kicked the ball through. They turned them over on the try line. And I've never seen a, a, a prop more excited. And he was, you can't say it now because you need the beep going through. And he was yeah. just saying, come on, you beeping, beepings. Let's have a crack at this. Because they were so excited. They knew they were going to win the game. And France went for, for a pushover try. And <laughs> then the backs let them score on the, on the far right-hand side. That's when you turn up and say, hey, boys, play on. what are you doing there? <laughs> but the, the game that they played was fantastic. They belted them. And they were just... They were all over them all day. It was fantastic to watch. I'll tell you one thing, Burks. One thing I've noticed during this World Cup is, you know, the supposed second-tier nations have really picked up the standard of, of world rugby. And, you know, back when you were playing, mate, you know, the, the, the difference is definitely shortened there, hasn't it? I am very old. Thank you for that, <laughs> Benny. Uh, is, is, is that because playing in Asia or playing yeah. in Europe, they're, they're getting more uh, they're getting exposed? exposed yeah. to... well, when you look at this Tongan team, most of those guys are at least either super rugby or, or overseas playing in, in Europe. And so when they come up against these guys, their, their technique is, is just as good. Then you throw in the passion element of it because they are supposed to lose in, in a, being a Tier 2 nation. And, you know, they've got good coaching. Don McKee's over there, the, uh, the former Eastwood uh, guy. So he knows his stuff. And, and, I mean, that's a great win for them. That's yeah, a few of these games, win. like back in the day, they, they would have been write-offs. But now they're, they're entertaining games of footy to watch. Mm. I love watching them now. Yeah. 
Beeping beeps. Oh, That's a very good way of well, putting things. Well, I'd like to. Have we got the beep? Because I'll really have a crack at it now. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you miss it. We've got the eight-second delay. It was fantastic. See every match of Rugby World Cup 2011 with no ad breaks during play. Live only on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel 131 989. Big congratulations to Meatloaf, too, yesterday for hitting three correct notes out of 785. <laughs> Uh, singing before the AFL Grand Final. Did either of you catch that performance? I saw a bit of it when he walked to the crowd and he was having a bit of a, a trundle. But I believe oh. it. he was very worried about the rain, I think it was. The loaf. Well, what that was, was the last, least of his worries. The, the, the loaf doesn't work well in the, in, in the soggy rain. No, no <laughs> soggy loaf. Someone left the cake out in the rain, no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, it was uh, an interesting performance. Look, and I love the loaf. I've always well, loved the loaf. Bad out of hell, one of my favourite right. albums. You know, it sold sixty squillion. Mm. Uh, terrific. He started. With, he, he started off with um, Hot Patootie from the Rocky Horror Show, which I thought was an unusual choice, uh, given that he couldn't hit the notes. Couldn't get there. No, couldn't quite get one there. One of those live it was, it was, was lukewarm Patootie <laughs> at best. <laughs> but still, very exciting to see the loaf go, uh, go around yesterday. All right, the uh, the World Cup. Let's have a little look forward then, because what has happened really is that we're now divided and we head to the – if things go according to plan, if Ireland uh, beats Italy, we are seemingly going to see the, uh, the, the Northern Hemisphere teams on one side and the Southern Hemisphere on the other before we get to the final. So we'd have a matchup where we'd see Ireland uh, play Wales. We would see England up against France. Then we'd see South Africa playing Australia, the, the Wallabies, and New Zealand will be playing Argentina uh, as the quarterfinal matchups. Where are we? Uh, you've seen a lot of World Cup rugby go around. What do you see in those matchups, and, and who do you like? Benny? Um, yeah, look, um, looking at the game, you know, coming up next week for Australia, um, you know, the South African side, they're a good side at the moment. They've been, uh, you know, so going along really well. You know, they've, their form before the World Cup wasn't the best, yep. but, you know, the few games they have played, they've been going really, really well. Um, I'm looking forward to that, that Welsh game. I think uh, yeah. Welsh have got some pretty good odds to, uh, to be winning the Six Nations or leading the Six Nations teams. So. What, what, what were they paying for that? I think about six bucks. Uh, Tommy Waterhouse, I think yeah. he's, he's put those odds out there. So you know, I think the Welsh are a really good side at the moment. Um, yeah. you know, I think they might be playing the Irish. They so. always win the anthem because uh, they, they sing so beautifully. They love it, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, look, I think they're fairly good. Um, you know, the New Zealand versus Argentina, Berkey will be a good game. It will be, uh, and and more for the fact that, you know, well, if Dan Carter's not there, as we yep. said this morning, um, he may have surgery on, a, on an injury from, from goal kicking. Uh, the, the Argies... Yeah, you know, they've got a massive forward pack. They 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 could destroy the buffet, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, and on the back of that, if they can get dominance in that area, then you got Contempomi there at uh, at ten, who can sort of guide them around. You may sneak a try here and there. That'll be a tough game for New Zealand. And and if McCaw is not fit from his foot as well, if he takes the field, I'm sure. But if he doesn't get through it, curveballs going everywhere at the moment. It's fantastic. Yeah. And what do you, the Australians and South Africa? Are you confident going to that game? Yeah. Well, I think I like the way. Uh, I suppose there were a couple of players out of position yesterday when they played Russia. Uh, but what I like was the 10-12-13 combination. And at the start of the year, that probably wasn't going to be the, the go-to combination. Adam Ashley Cooper, if you remember last year, scored that great try in Hong Kong off the right, got a super fan, scores a try, got the great dive. Um, Barnes compliments 
uh, uh, Cooper on, on at number 10, 12 combination. Just take a bit of heat from him, I think, more than anything else. Has Beric Barnes cemented his place in that back line now, do you think? I think so. I think his first three touches of ball against Rushy, they're all magic. You know, I think yep. he stepped through in a massive hole and got the, got the first try and the last try as well. Yeah. So he's playing some really good footy at the moment. Mind yeah. you, he's t- they're playing Russia, so you should be able to... Sc- you, you could slot in the number 12 role there, mate, right? yeah. and, and do that left Slide foot Slide through that gap. <laughs> it wouldn't be too far. So. But even, it's good to see even Kirtley Beal, who's uh, had a few issues lately. You know, when he comes back, and he's been absolutely magic form this mm. year. Yeah, he has. I, uh, David Pocock, they didn't like tackling him either, did they, yesterday? He had the spiders rush. all over oh, him yesterday, didn't he? Oh. No one wanted to touch him. He's the world's biggest man, though. Oh, his chest on him. He's, he's, I think he had a few extra protein shakes before that game. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Yeah, ladies, if you want to know, that's exactly what I looked like uh, without a shirt. Just like, just <laughs> Do you remember exactly. we spoke to him? You said that with a bit of a croaky voice. Yeah, there, I was trying to sound sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Ages ago. <laughs> I was trying to get Berkey's missus interested. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's quite easy at the moment. Photoshop. Exactly right. Johnny Wilkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and England v, England v France. Uh, really, England should be able to do that. France have been woeful, haven't they? But, but that's the thing, you know. France, that's the classic French, though. They can yep. be ordinary, or they can just turn up and 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 just destroy other teams. Uh, I, I don't think they. I mean, you, you watch the coaching box more than anything else, and that's where you get the vibe from. And that Mark Livermore, the coach there, he it's like he's he's gone through a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> he's got like a bottle of wine. He just it's like he's angry at the world at the moment. There's no respect in the blue jumper or all the rest of it. And that's what he says. Yeah. He. He, I'm sure half-time would just be smashed at half-time from the coach's words. I noticed something that the, the uh, Russians did yesterday, Berkey, that you were proposing that uh, opposition teams should do mm. when James O'Connor is kicking for goal. Now, look, I don't know the technicalities of when you're allowed to race off your line to charge the kicker uh, after for a conversion, but they, there's a lot of movement going on with James O'Connor, a lot of o- odd things, and they always started to charge, but then they'd pull up as if they were guilty, you know, and, and kind of yeah. stand around shuffling their feet. But... Because he does make a move. Is it going to be a forward move towards Tony, the ball? Tony, do you want me to answer this? Oh, it's yeah. sort of my more expertise <laughs> kicking, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, we'll leave it to Burks. Go on, Burks. Yeah. There's mate. no pause engage. Um, <laughs> Very he technical there, Chris. Exactly, that's pause well, engage, exactly right. Exactly right. He, uh, he starts his movement by sort of, you know, having a walking back and forth and move his hands at the same time. Yes. And it, under the laws, you're allowed, once your movement starts, you're allowed to run on a conversion. So they took off. Now, I thought it was great. If, if the Russians are getting it and. You know they've got to read the English manual of of um, of rule or yeah. laws, I should say. So if they can understand that, if the first movement, surely that constitutes that you can run on on the play. But you're right, though. They should have kept on going. But that was the funny thing. because They suddenly had these guilty looks. They thought, oh, I'm actually going to get there. Yeah, I better stop. Right. I, had, I remember having that same look myself once. I, my car was stolen <laughs> in the middle of the night, and I got out just in my undies, and I, and I could see the car down at the lights. So I thought, oh, I can get there. I'm running, running, because he'd stalled the car. And, and I'm running towards it, and I thought, wait a minute, I might actually make it. I don't really <laughs> do, do want, want I don't know who's in that car. You have any good undies on it? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's maybe not what the reason was. I had my going out undies. This <laughs> is the Rockiest Sunday Rugby Show. See every match of Rugby World Cup 2011 with no ad breaks during play. Live only on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel 131 989. Is this the world's greatest rugby show? Right, take a break, everybody. Time will tell. Welcome back to the Rock. The Sunday Rugby Show. And given that I do have Ben Robinson, Wallaby Front Row, with us, it's basically, I'd love to take advantage of that just to pick your brain a bit about the, uh, the scrum, uh, which is... Just a phenomenal are, are animal. We going, are we going to the second hour, are we? Yeah, we're going for the second hour. I want some <laughs> detail. The full day, I reckon, yeah. if, if we've got it. Oh, wouldn't that be? Well, you, there was a scrum camp, wasn't there, uh, before the you know, Wallace went off. That'd be a terrific thing. Hey, Mum, I'm going to scrum camp. Scrum I mean, camp. I've gone to band camp. I've gone to road, <laughs> but scrum camp. That would be a terrific Very exciting week. days they were. Yeah. Five hours jam-packed of fun. <laughs> 
just blokes running headlong into each other. Uh, before we get there, the, the notion of crouch, touch, pause, engage is always fascinates me. The re- I don't know what pause is there for. It's like saying, ready, steady, wait for it, go. I mean, why don't they just pause rather than saying pause? Yeah, I think it's uh, to get yourself set before you actually go in for the engagement because, you know, if you rush it, then you might be a bit off balance and, and you're back could be in bad shape, then, you know, that's, that's not good news if you, if you go into the scrum like that. There is so much energy between those two, not just the front row, but those, that, that big mob of blokes hitting each other. And if you go, anybody who's been to a rugby game live, especially uh, either, you know, Super 15s or a Test match, you can feel it and hear it, can't you, Berkey, on the, on the sideline. It's an enormous amount of stress that's on your body. Yeah, plenty of stress. I think, uh, you know, you train at a young age or you're coming through the academies and get your, get your body in a position where you can handle that, uh, that pressure coming from both sides as well. So you've got some big burly second rows behind you and you're, you're packing down against a big, crazy, scary Argentinian, you know, tight. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but even we, we get force meters sometimes on our scrum machines that measure how much force is actually coming from behind us. And yeah. you know, don't quote me, I, I can't remember what the, the numbers are, but, yeah. you know, there's so much, so much force going through, uh, you know, just second rows, you know, the number it's, eight it's, up to us. It's up to the tons, though, isn't it? It's- I think so, yeah. And plus, when you when you throw in, you know, the opposition coming back, you get sort of throws a you know a different kettle of fish. In I, I think you, I think you, from from a from an outsider's point of view or from a back's point of view, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and all you think is push, boys, push. Yeah. Uh, there's the, the subtleties of it's like it's like any skill doing it in a in a closed environment. It's okay, but then you add the other team trying to get underneath you, get into you, squeeze you, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the and the old for for the hooker, uh, he must just cop all the pressure from both sides of the scrum to say, hey, try and move your feet now. You can't do it. Yeah, we've heard about hookers going up on, on like, was it level two, the uh, the ladies section in levels two. So, um, <laughs> yeah, look, there's plenty of pressure there. And I think at the moment, you know, the referees are playing a big part in, uh, in scrummaging and what it is. And, you know, for us, you know, we sort of came in with a philosophy leading into, I suppose, the World Cup and, and you know, scrummaging last recent years is, is keeping the referee out of the game. And yeah. at the moment, the referee is getting involved and, you know, it's hurting us at the moment because penalties are going, you know, each way. Do they, do they know? Do, do the referees know? Because they all look like backs and they, we've got no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I want to get into this here. No, but no, no. Okay, well, no, here you go. Because I, I played a club game a long, long time ago up at North Sydney Oval. And up in the front row, were you? No, mate? no, 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 no. Great to I, see I, you up there. I, I slipped into the 10 roll at one stage there and there was a scrum. We were attacking. Scrum, scrum, down, down, down. And then the referee gave a penalty and he gave it to North's. And I walked up to him and they kicked the ball out. I said, mate, what was that for? And he goes, <clears throat> well, the, um, the front row with the... Uh, the, the uh, I said, mate, you got no idea you're doing it. No. Nah. <laughs> well, said, let's at least face you're it, honest. Face it, the laws of rugby, and they're laws rather than rules, aren't they? There are so many. The referees are spoiled for choice. Yeah, the thing is... It's, it's, <laughs> you can get penalised for tautology in a sentence. <laughs> it's, you know, it's we, we spent hours each week, you know, looking at our scrums and reviewing and previewing of what's actually happening. And they've got like a split second to make a call, which, which yeah. is tough on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, well, when we come back to wrap up, I want to ask you one question, Ben. Who was the biggest, ugliest, meanest front rower you've ever packed down against? See every match of Rugby World Cup 2011 with no ad breaks during play. Live only on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel 131 989. Ben Robinson has joined us. Uh, Tim Horan is in New Zealand. Uh, Benny, thanks so much for being with us today. It's been great fun. Hey, mate, I asked you the question just before uh, Ed opened the throat up with that song. What? Who is the biggest, meanest, ugliest, scariest uh, front row forward you've opposed? I don't know about ugly, but Matt Dunning, good-looking bloke. He's, oh, yeah. he's, he's a hard man, he is. Yeah. Talking about pressure before yeah. uh, on the last segment, you know, pressure has some many repercussions, and I probably can't repeat some of the repercussions of what pressure can do in a scrum. <laughs> yes. No you, no, you can't, given that you did during that song uh, in the studio, and some of that detail won't go past uh, here until I finish. Uh, Berkey, all right, let's wrap it up. Just give me a little bit of a tip then. 
uh, what's going to happen these quarterfinals. Take me all the way through. All the way through. I'll yeah. go. So quarterfinal, New Zealand, Argentina. New Zealand will win that game. France, England. I think France will throw a curveball. They'll, wow. they'll just they'll front up. Uh, okay. They'll beat England. Jeez. New Zealand, France. Um, on one side. On the one side there yep. to play each other. Mm-hmm. Australia, I think, we'll have the, I think we'll have the measure of South Africa. They lost uh, Francois Stein, who was a big... Kicking a big part of this oh, game. Massive. James O'Connor's on song will win. Yep. Uh, Ireland will beat Wales. Australia, I think the two teams will revisit themselves again through the pool stages. So New Zealand, France yep. will get a rematch. Australia, Ireland will get a rematch. Um, Australia beat Ireland. France beat New Zealand. Australia, France, 99 World Cup. Australia, Rematch. France, 99 welcome. There you go. There's Beautiful work. There it is, Matt Burke. Yeah. Yeah. Wowee. Map that out. It's been terrific uh, talking to you today. We'll catch up again next week, see if any of those predictions come <laughs> true. Ben Robinson, thank you so much for being with us. It's a pleasure. Enjoy your footy. Get out and watch it. See you soon. Bye-bye. See every match of Rugby World Cup 2011 with no ad breaks during play. Live only on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel 131 989.